Hi, I'm Todd, coming from the uh, sports library in uh, my apartment in Verona, Wisconsin. And going to be talking on, going to be reading on Bill Caesar and and uh, commenting on some of this stuff. And uh, I've been around the program for 26 years and I'll have, uh, I'll have uh, 12 years on January 10th. And otherwise, I've been around the program for 26 years. So, you know, it, it's on, it's on a bad bill of season that I picked the reading from. And, you know, it's, it's the AA Way of Life, selected readings of AA's co-founder, um, Bill Wilson. And in this, this particular is out of the, uh, this particular reading is out of the Grapevine, July 1962 issue, but it's from page 101 as Bill sees it, and his copyright is 1967. It's got a lot of, uh, it's got really good angles in here, really good readings and really good angles. <laughs> this one is on page 101, spiritual angle. And how often do we sit in AA meetings and hear the speaker declare, well, if you haven't yet got the spiritual angle. Prior to this statement, he has described a miracle of transformation which has occurred in him and not only his release from alcohol, but a complete change in his whole attitude towards life and the living of it. I think about it as this way. It, it, it's just, it's one of those things that I listen to and I listen to people say that all the time. They're looking for they're looking for this miracle, this burning bush miracle, and you know they don't understand the fact that how far they've come since they since their first day in the program, since they first started getting sober, first meeting they went to, and how far they've come. And the reality is, is that you know what it says in here is so true. But the thing I think about it is, I think about it this way. You know, you don't know how high in the air you are when you start going up, up, you know, you start at ground zero of a mountain at the bottom and you start going up the mountain and you stop when you get to uh, a certain point and like a certain picnic point or something like that. And you pull the car and you look down, you look down and you're like, wow, I had no idea I was that far up in the air, you know, because, you know, you don't see yourself making you don't see yourself making inroads, making the, the uh, gain, um, and able to use the program. So you always you always think that you know you're not gaining any ground, you're not doing any better, you're not, you know, and and it reminds me of the time that Bill Wilson too was uh, when he first got sober and uh, he went out and started uh, he went out and started talking to people and and uh, sharing what he had had happened with him. Well, what happened was kept telling these people that, you know, he says, this is, you need to do this because you need to get sober. You're, you look like hell. You look horrible. You know, why don't you go, why don't you be like me and get, get for alcoholics and honest or get in a program, go to, go to some meetings, you know, and, and this is back when they, uh, this is back in the early thirties, you know, like 33, 34 when, when, uh, it was just starting to happen, the, the program, but 
what happened was, I think he went to uh, Dr. Stokeworth, and he said that you know nobody's nobody's taking his, nobody's helping him, nobody's nobody's helping themselves, nobody's doing anything to turn themselves around. The people he's talking to, he says it's a waste of time. Um, he's very negative about it, and. Uh, Tell him the same thing to Lois one day too, and uh, Lois his wife, and his wife says to him, "But Bill, you don't understand." He says, "What?" He says, "You're staying sober. They're not, and you're staying sober." And uh, he was, uh, he was then, uh, and we told uh, Doctor Silkworth about it too, and and Doctor Silkworth was. Uh, He said, Bill, you're going about it the wrong way. And, uh, you know, you should be going about it in a different way. You should be telling them about your story and about what it's done for you. Not telling them what's wrong with them. And Bill, uh, was Bill started, uh, and Bill started helping people because he was able to re- relate to them about how he was an alcoholic. He didn't have, he was not having to tell them they're alcoholic. He's telling them, uh, this is what happened to me. And this is my alcoholism, what my alcoholism has done to me. And these are the, the uh, character traits of my alcoholism. And so on and so forth. You know, this is the, the, what's going on with the disease, how it's affecting me. And it was no, uh, and then when he went to see Dr. Bob, he did that, he was able to talk to him about that like that. And Dr. Bob had no, his wife, uh, Dr. Bob, Bob's wife, you know, but pretty much told them that, you know, there's no way, it's not a chance. Bill went to see him like at about five o'clock in the afternoon or something like that. And I think it must have been like the day before uh, Mother's Day or something because, you know, I, I'm sorry, he had called her, he had called over to, to Dr. Boss. And uh, she said, his wife says, well, Dr. Boss right here, but he's underneath the table right now. He brought a plant in with him, and uh, he pretty much just potted it right underneath the table. <laughs> so he's so drunk, he fell under the table, and he couldn't get back up or something. And, uh, yeah, I, I laugh at that one because you know, I think about that a lot because I think about the uh, about the difficult times we go through, and we try to make, we try to make decisions about our alcoholism, and we really don't have the, uh, we don't have the, we don't have what it takes to make the decision. You know, and that's what happened with Dr. Bob, you know, because he couldn't make a decision when he wanted to do that day. So then when Dr. Bill went over to see him then the next day, you know, the next morning, and they sat and they talked for, you know, they thought they would just say, kind of greet each other, say hi or whatever. And they ended up going in a room and talking and they had come out for like three hours later. And they had, uh, you know, and, and Dr. Bobber made that decision to be a, uh, to help Bill and do, uh, you know, and then they went on to the, uh, then they went on to the hospitals and, you know, I'm not telling you guys exactly right what's going on, step for step, but I'm just saying is that, you know, they were able to, uh, able to go out and to accumulate some people that wanted to get sober. And, uh, you know, the number three guy, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the, uh, uh, the picture of Dr. Uh, Dr. Bob and Bill's 
sitting at a table, and I think there's a, they're sitting at a, at a bedside, and I think the other guy's name was Bill, too. And uh, the guy was really sick. He was really, really skinny. And you could tell he was going to, you know, and the, the picture showed those two. And, and I really liked that picture because I think about that a lot. I think about how they were, that was one of the first guys that they were saving. They're going to help, uh, and he turned into be a, uh, I, I might know the name too, but I can't think of it. Anyways, he ended up helping, helping with the Cleveland Alcoholics Anonymous and saving that, you know, and, and Dr. Bob was in Akron. That's where the uh, AA was out of, you know, Dr. Or Bill, Bill W is from New York and um, Upper State, New York, I believe. And he was, uh, you know, he, he was a stockbroker. And, uh, you know, that was the thing was about it. Oh, you know, they always they, they laugh because they say that, you know, a lot of people have uh, people that have been in a program before us, you know, you know, the history of it is that, well, you must not have been too good of a stockbroker because you kept running out of money and Lois kept having to go back to work. You know, it's, well, it's Bill's life. But anyways, that was the way it was, you know, and that's the thing is, is that I've always remembered that. And I always remember the fact that, you know, when I'm talking, I go down to detox and I'm talking to people and and we're you know it's like during the meeting and I'm not preaching or nothing like that thank God but during the meetings when I just have a meeting we talk about uh there's not about the magazine the uh we go to the grapevine which is the magazine um it's always a there's always a meeting in the magazine they say and and the uh the grapevine came about in the uh I think it was 1940 19 mid 1940s because they uh, they took it overseas for the uh, guys that were in the war overseas to read it and to uh, have a meeting in there. So, you know, to be able to relate to the, uh, to read something in AA text, you know, that it saved their butt because there was a lot of guys that fought overseas that were in the program that when they came back, they talked about the magazine and how much it helped them be able to, uh, to keep that spiritual uh, angle. And, you know, and that was the thing was, is that for me that I've seen too, is that, you know, it's, it's so important to keep the, uh, language of the heart going because the language of the heart is spiritual angle, you know, and that's the power of love for me. That's what I love to talk about, the power of love of the, uh, of the programs and how many, you know, and the power of love of transferring the love to people that, uh, that transferring love over to people that can, uh, help them. And, and uh, they're being able to help other people as soon as they can help themselves. And, you know, and, and work with others and work the steps in chronological order and work with through a, work with a sponsor and, and how important that is. And, you know, it's just, it gets down to, they, uh, it gets down to them, you know, when the rubble meets, the, when the other say when the rubber meets the road, and that's when we want to get, uh, you want to get some help. That's the way we, you know, that's where you're going to get help. Is you're going to be able to, uh, you're going to be able to get suggestions from people that are in the program. And they're going to tell you how they did it. It's got, you know, and they're not be talking to you, to you in a certain manner. It's how they got it. And it's up to you to have the desire to get sober. But the thing is, you're not going to have any desire to get sober if you're not approached in the right manner. You know, I, I understand that because today, because I, you know, it took me a long time. It took me a long time to get the spiritual lifestyle going and uh, to get to the, uh, to find the power of alcoholics and the power of love. 
Um, that's the thing that I've always, I realized today, you know, I was very slow in my development of a spiritual angle. And, you know, I, it took time. But, and it's nobody else's, it's nobody's fault, it's just the way it was back then. It's not my fault, it's not anybody else's fault. But I'm just grateful for the program of Alcoholics Anonymous that I was able to pick up some of this stuff. Now, we got another paragraph to go through. So, it is apparent to everyone else present that he has received a great gift. And if this gift is all out of proportion to anything, that may be expected from simple AA participation. So we in the audience smile and say to ourselves, well, that guy is just reeking with a spiritual angle. Except that he doesn't, he doesn't seem to know it yet. That's what I'm talking, that's what uh, I'm thinking about when I think of the, uh, I was talking, showing the example of going up a mountain. You know, you, you go up a mountain a little bit further and you go up farther and farther and pretty soon you're about halfway up the mountain you have no idea how they got there. Because it doesn't, you don't, don't even feel like you're going, you're going up a hill. Unless you want to try walking and, and uh, mountain climbing and stuff like that. That's, that's the spiritual angle though. That's, that's the angle that we get from a higher power. We, you know, we, we go to a mountain, we go to a, a meeting. We go to a meeting every day. Usually they say 90, 90, 90 meetings, 90 days. Doesn't really matter. It really matters if you're going there and you're developing a kinship in the program and, and you're able to work with people. And, uh, you know, if it, if you go to 89 meetings in 90 days and, you know, you're whole, you're not going to go out and get drunk. So, you know, that's the thing is, is that going to meetings in a consistent manner with consider with people that are consistently around you, with the sponsor, with working the steps in chronological order, like you said, then I, you know you're going to be you're going to take that you're going to take that climb. You're going to ascend to new levels of sobriety. You're going to be able to take that to take that language of the heart and the spirituality. And we're going to be able to talk to other people about how you got there and about what you did. And that's why speaker meetings and alcoholics and honest are awesome. And you know, face to face or being on YouTube. If you're on YouTube and you're going on listening to like Dr. Bill, Dr. Bob, he's on there, Bill W, all the uh, the folks that you would not hear if you did not go on YouTube. You know, unless you have the uh, actual taste. But that's the thing I just love about YouTube. I mean, I just, I've used YouTube so many times that. Um, you know, I keep going back. I'm listening to like Sandy Beach, Dr. Bob, uh, Bill W. I even listen to Lois about uh, Al-Anon. And, you know, and there's there's so much in there that's so good. Um, you know, there's a guy that used to be uh, Mr. Shelf. He used to say, ooh, it's so good. But uh, anyways, I just had to get that in there. But the thing is, is that, you know, it, it's, a, it's a spiritual lifestyle. You know, and, and we develop a spiritual lifestyle from, you know, being with others in a program. And it's not from the, it's from the language of the heart. It's, it's developed because we want something that they have. And, uh, you know, I, I, I have to take a look at that. I have to be honest with myself. And if I'm not honest with myself, I'm going to come back saying the same thing. And as a parent to everyone else present, that he has received a great gift. And that gift is all out of proportion 
to anything that may be expected from simple AA participation. Out of proportion. You know, that means to me that we keep thinking that people should be in a different spot than they are. Um, You know, a different spot in recovery, different spot in our recovery. The reality is, is that we need gratitude. Gratitude for where we are. We need to be thankful and and realize the fact that, you know, I've come far, but I want to go farther. You know, I'm in progress. I'm a work in progress. I call it a, I call it whip. I call it work in progress because, you know, we're all work in progress. You know, because we're not, if we're not going, uh, if we're not going forward, we're stuck and uh, neutral. So the reality is that we're losing the battle. And that's the thing about it. That's the thing about having a sponsor. That's really important because the sponsor can kick you right in the butt and get your butt moving and get you to realize that, you know, get your head out of the, uh, get your head out of the clouds and get your head back into gratitude and realizing that. You know, gratitude is an action word that's going to save my butt and save me from, from taking another drink or save me from, you know, even, even, uh, ang- even like going down the wrong road with their anger or anxiety or fear. You know, it's all this. What that is, is that's a, uh, that's a, um, relapse. That's, uh, you know, that's in our, we haven't taken a drink, but we've taken a, we've taken a step and they in reverse. And that's a spiritual relapse. And, uh, you know, and that's what we, that we want to stay out of, obviously. You know, because if, if we get if we get bitten with that spiritual, uh, if we get bitten with that relapse, we're going to we get bitten with a relapse of spirituality, we're going to take another drink. And that's going to be, uh, that's going to be the end, you know, for us. And we're not going to, we're not going to stop. And, uh, that's the scary part about it. That's the scary part that that's the scary part that's uh, involved in the program. And we see that, but it's up to us to see that people are going through this. And you know, woman or man, it needs something needs to be said. You know, I'm not I'm not I'm not against women helping women or men helping women if they can help them. But I'm totally against them uh not being not saying anything to a woman or something like that that's going to offend somebody. Best part, best thing to do with that type of situation is to know who the who the sponsor is of the lady that's having the problems because maybe they're not there that night. The sponsor's not there that night, but the lady's there and the man is there. And to uh, to call the sponsor up and say, hey, you know, Todd's having a problem and he's really been screwing up lately. He hasn't taken a drink, but He's uh, he's in a spiritually doing a spiritual relapse, and uh, he needs help. So that's the thing is, is that you know you, that way we can all be uh, we can all be responsible to each other, and you know we can take we can take each other and help each other out and save each other from you know taking a dive. Uh, you know, I, that's that's what I that's what I love, and that's what I like. That's why the first step up there, the first word and the first step is we. We can help each other, you know, we can help each other to know a whole new level. We don't have to be so, uh, we don't have to be so angry and uh, filled with resentment, filled with fear. 
those are the those, that's what's going to get us drunk. You know that that fear is a uh, you know the resentment is the number one offender. And you know I I can't tell you how many times I've I've had it's only bad issues, bad nights with fear. You know, and and I've had them recently. That's because I don't trust my higher power. If I don't trust my higher power, this is what happens. You know? It's so important for me to get on the spiritual beam and be on that spiritual angle. And that's why I love reading this stuff. That's why I love talking about it. And, you know, it, it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a time and, and a place where, you know, we're going to be stuck by ourselves. We're going to need a uh, we're going to need a, one, a book. We're going to need the, a big book or a as Bill sees it, or these pamphlets, it's so important because you know you can't save you can't save your butt every time. You know you can sit in, go to you go to a doctor office and tell you something that's really nasty and something's really going on with you, and, and it sounds like you're at the end of the rope. Well, you know what? The beautiful thing is if you got numbers, great, and you also got the book there too, great. So you can go. Sit in a private spot and call your sponsor or call somebody in the program and you can go through that stuff with them. You don't have to drink. You don't have to ruin your freaking life over over a bad uh, over a bad report or something goes something goes wrong. You know, and we don't have to go into a, a spiritual relapse. Um You know, and, and the thing too is that I love is that The gift out of proportion to anything that may be, I'm sorry, that may be expected from simple AA participation. That's what they mean. Simple AA participation. You know, simple AA participation means that you know we help the newcomer. We have somebody that struggled. Well, then we're able to help them. Um, you know, and we're able to call each other on the phone and make sure the guy, you know, and, and follow the guy home, make sure he gets home all right. Make sure he doesn't get any second thoughts about hitting the store of the bar on the way. You know, and, and that's the thing is, is that it sounds so easy and it sounds so uh, not complicated, but you get in the middle of it, you get your, uh, you get your uh, brain working like my brain works sometimes and it takes me into bad places and bad neighborhoods. It's, it's a lot easier than you think. That's why, like, you know, I'm so grateful today that I'm sober today. And I'm so grateful for these podcasts. And I'm so grateful for Sadie who helps me do the podcast and, and uh, helps me do the timing and uh, keeps me from swearing all the time. But uh, <laughs> but this is a uh, this is a program that, Alcoholics Anonymous is a program that, you know, that you can work at you can work on the computer. You can go to meetings online. I go to this meeting, a 24-hour meeting online that's been going on since April 20th of 2020. And if you go online and you find this meeting, you'll love it. And, you know, it's it's international. It's, it's said originating in New Zealand. And there's people from all over the world. And all times of the night, there's people on there. And from 160 people at 3 o'clock in the morning. Well, 3 o'clock in the morning, my time is Three o'clock in the afternoon over in Australia, or or nine o'clock in the afternoon, and uh, or nine o'clock in the morning in uh, 
in England. You know, that's the thing is, is that you learn so much from different people. You know, it's just you're not sitting in a you're not sitting in a in a church somewhere in the bottom listening to uh, people that you know you listen to the same person over and over and over again and say the same thing. And, you know, you really don't learn from that. But it's good to have those type of meetings too that you can fall back on quick. You know, if you need help or if you're out in the, if you're out in the cow pasture somewhere that I track and you're stuck. <laughs> I don't know why I say that, but I always, I always think about Wisconsin as a cow pasture. But anyway, this is probably one of the best. Uh, this has been this has been a it's been very entertaining to me that you know it's be able to talk about this stuff and get it out of me. Um, otherwise, it just wells up inside me, and uh, it'll leave me alive that way. And then nobody's gonna they're not gonna be able to help anybody. So you know, so we in the audience. Smile and say to ourselves, well, that guy's just reeking with spiritual angle, except that he doesn't seem to know it yet. It tells me he's lacking gratitude. And it's up to us, too. It's like when we're in a spiritual participation in a meeting, it's to, it's to let that guy know. So, my God, have you come far? Listen to you talk. What are you doing? And it's so true because we need to be the ones that get excited for his sobriety. But he gets excited about his sobriety. And when his sobriety is excited about his sobriety, he can say the same thing to somebody else. That old picture, that old dude is carrying that person through. You know, that, that's taking the left. That's giving somebody a left. That's giving somebody a hand. You know, in a spiritual type of, of way. Saying, hey, you don't understand what you're doing for yourself. You know, you got a new job, you got a new place, you got a new car. It's all great. But you got a new, you got a new higher power too. Higher power is going to carry you through a uh, troll and turbulence. We're all going to face it. We live in Earth. We have to face it. You know, we live here on Earth, and it's not exactly a lot of, it's not exactly a fun place to be. But you know, it just gets down to me. It gets down to the, uh, it's to realizing that uh, there's a, there's this thing. It's called a telephone, and we can call each other on telephone. We can call each other on. Uh, you know, now we have the beauty of driving down the street and having a phone ring and somebody from our, one of our friends from the program is on the phone. We don't have to be at home, you know. It's a lot of, sometimes there's a lot more privacy in a car to talk than at, at home. So anyways, what, you know, it's just, it gets down to, it gets down to what a great, great gift that we have. And we just have to share it with each other and, you know, talk to each other about it. But we also, it's also good to see the effect on the, on the other family too, you know, if we have a wife, if we have kids, you know, and if we have a, have a neighbor, you can see that working in our lives and how people respect us, you know, and they don't, and they, they show us, if, uh, they show us kindness of heart, you know, they actually, actually show, most of them actually give a shit about us, you know, and that's the thing is for me, that's the thing I have to realize that, you know, we get, we have people that are watching us from every single angle, we don't know it. You have no idea that's going on. But, you know, all of a sudden they see this guy who's been, you know, two weeks ago, two months ago, he was, he was laying in a, he was laying in a, in a somebody's lawn, couldn't get up, being an absolute freaking mess. All of a sudden, two months later, he's, he's talking a different game of life. He's living a spiritual, a spiritual program, and he's, he's happy. And that's the main thing, you know, he's got gratitude. Um, gratitude for who he is and for who he, where he's going. And he says, uh, 
one of the guys in the meeting says, he says, uh, he says, I'm not, not, I'm not who I used to be. I'm not where I'm, I'm not going where I'm going to be, but I'm, I know where I'm going. And I'm glad to be there, you know, or something like that. Anyways, what it is, is he doesn't, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to look at the past. You know, you're not supposed to look at the past and dwell on it. You're supposed to, uh, you know, and that's keep an open lid on it. You keep an open lid on the past, you don't dwell on it. You know, and that's what I always think of. That's all I think of it as. You know, I don't want to be the mason jar, and I don't want to be the man in the mason jar. I want to be out of that mason jar. The mason jar is the depression and the, uh, and the, and the grief that meets us. And the, uh, you know, how we take everybody else. You know, if you're married, your wife is just going to be like, oh, smokes, he's in it again. You know, what do I do? And uh, sometimes, you know, that can be a, that can be a, he's drinking again, or he's, he's being a dipstick again, you know, and, and it's so difficult. That's the thing about this, this alcoholism stuff. It's a mental disease. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping I can help people, you know, and, and be there. And you guys can all listen to my podcast and stuff like that, and I can, I can be some assistance. So if nobody else has told you that they love you today, I do. Thank you.